Hello, I'm Bob Fleming from the Proctory Podcast and welcome to Doctor Whose Line Is It? Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Lovely, lovely listeners, Happy New Year and welcome to 2022. 2022, gosh, we're living in the future. Who'd have thought that? Well, I suppose most of us because we've done it every year. But anyway, <clears throat> we've had a Doctor Who festive special, New Year, New Year's Day, all about New Year's Eve. Hmm, that's like having a Halloween special the day after Halloween, isn't it? But anyway, it was rather good. It was Eve of the Daleks and we've talked about it and here we are. So, hello listeners and Happy New Year from all of us. And all of us, wait for this, this is impressive, is Sue, Randy, Nick, Kerry, Suki, me, and... Help, I've missed somebody. <laughs> Karen. Oh, Darren. you are Darren. cruising for a hunt, my son. <laughs> and we are here today to review the Doctor Who holiday special, New Year's special, call it what you will, Eve of the Daleks. So let's have a quick round the table with a, with uh, some initial thoughts. What did you think of it? Uh, let's start with Kerry. Um, I actually quite liked it. It was good. I am never one for anything too challenging to the brain, and it certainly wasn't challenging to watch. Um, so you must have loved Flux then. <laughs> I, no. I don't even think I understood it, to be honest. <laughs> um, no, I like this. It was nice, Christmassy, New Year-y, whatever, kind of easy watching. It's good. Liked it. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Nick, what did you think? I thought it was fantastic, and I'm I'm going to go out on a limb, and I actually thought it was one of the very funniest Doctor Who episodes I've ever seen. As in genuinely funny, very, very funny, humorous. I've put it up there along with Douglas Adams' stuff, to be honest. The, the, the humor really got to me, and I, I enjoyed it very much. Brilliant Good. episode, really brilliant episode. Yeah. Excellent. Suki, what about you? Yes, of this is uh, a nice filler enjoyable end of the season fun romp and i really did like this episode it's a good episode for all the cast and scary funny yeah basically really good enjoyable episode yeah liked it lovely randy oh so far it seems we're all on the same page here a lot of uh, relatively lightweight fun was a nice uh, breather after the complexity of flux yeah I, I agree that there was surprisingly a lot of humor in it Lots of little in-jokes and so forth. Good. Darren. Oh, no, no, no. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Carry on. <laughs> Daleks that can't through, shoot through a door when they're upgrading weapons. What a fucking liberty. Absolute crap. It had one or two redeeming features, and that was about that. It was okay. bollocks. Someone had a New Year hangover. <laughs> Happy New Year. Have you missed me? <laughs> and for 
for what I suspect is the complete antithesis of that, Sue. It was okay. I, again, I, again, the sad, the sad part, part is that, is that I couldn't see a lot of it. With the Daleks flashing, of course, because they're, they're firing and exterminating. With the darkness and the white lights going, it was, a, it was essentially a complete strobe fest. So mm. there were parts I could see. There were parts I couldn't see. Unfortunately, the parts I couldn't see, there was a lot of stuff going on. And I basically had to turn the video upside down and just listen. And it was good. It was funny. Have you heard and, it all? Yeah, I went all the way through it. So it was just, an, and I tried to see as much as I could. It just is really discouraging because I have a feeling it's going to get nothing but worse. And that that really upsets me to the point where it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to have to stop watching Doctor Who in order not to have no. a seizure. I think it's lazy so, that you can't get it with audio description over there. Well, I was able to listen to it, but sadly, <clears throat> we don't have that. We have both captions, captions yeah. but you have to watch mm. it. I so, yeah. if it, I can possibly send you the files of the audio described versions, Sue, possibly. Because I, I can download them from the BBC. So if there's a way I can email them to you, then I can do that for you. Oh, wow, Nick, that'd be cool. They're fairly big files, so we'll have to sort that out. But I, I can do it if we, if we can manage it, okay? Well, I really, I did like a lot of humor in it. And I did like Nick. I mean, there were parts that I could see. But the one thing that I just needed to say, because I need to say this, I was right. And this goes back many, many podcasts ago. And I just want everybody to know that I was right. What about what about what, what about Sue? Right. Yeah, about what Sue? Because uh, you know, yes, and I'm, yes, I'm a bit out of the loop, Doctor. Yes, I was right. Oh, I was right. I'm doing a little. Ha that was like worth the entire episode for me because all I could do was go. I was right. I was right. I was right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. God. And I love Dan. <laughs> Dan, Dan was very funny. I love Nick. Nick was very funny. I love it. it was good. It was it was good. I just wish I could see, see it. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I'm in the same boat as virtually everybody apart from Darren. Um, I thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was um, it was a good contained story. Obviously, in these days of restricted cast and location settings, uh, I thought they made good use of what they had. It's, we've never really done um, a full uh, time loop episode in Doctor Who before. We've had no. the chronic hysteresis. We've had the Armageddon factor where, you know, there's some bits where time repeats itself. But we've never really done something like this. Uh, and I thought it was, I've, I've always liked that kind of story. Yeah, I thought it was it was really good. Yes, as Darren said, you know, the fact that, that the, uh, uh, the Daleks have sent an, an execution squad... Who, which obviously would be even more highly trained at shooting things uh, that didn't seem to be able to hit five people running down a, <laughs> down a corridor was, was a little bit silly. But but no, I mean, thus has it always been from everything from Star Wars to the A-Team. And, and, you know, we had the Sontarans doing the same thing earlier on in the season. You're going to get that because it's, it's just, it's dramatic. I know it doesn't make any sense and it's a bit stupid, but... What's the other option? You know, they they don't shoot at all, or they kill everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, you're going to get that. And they basically that. get both. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They didn't shoot yeah. anybody. 
But yeah. I mean, li- literally, I mean, if 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 after fifty eight years Daleks, they've killed the Doctor eight to nine times now, so you know they've, they've made up for lost <laughs> time, haven't they? You know, <laughs> and and caused him to regenerate yeah. partially once if yeah, you count, exactly. count that as the tenth Doctor. So yeah, that was good. Loved the the humor in it. Thought Ashley B was superb. Um, yeah, you know, and yeah, it, I think it all worked worked very nicely, and it it even addressed one of the things that we were we were confused about when Flux finished, which was what on earth was going on with the TARDIS, mm. and that seems now to be that it was uh, there was Flux energy inside it that was causing problems. So it, yeah, yeah, it had to take a poop. The TARDIS had to poop. Sorry, effectively, <laughs> the TARDIS had to take a dump. It hasn't figured out where three quarters of the <laughs> universe has gone, but the target. Well, okay. I, I, I think that's still going to be addressed. I, I get the feeling we we haven't finished that story yet. I think there's going to be a lot still to be resolved there. See, I think, oh. I think, re, I think regarding where where three quarters of the universe has gone, over to you, Suki. Yeah, this is this is the explanation that I've been trying to explain to all the people. The very first flux incident in the first episode. That was the Doctor absorbed most of that with the TARDIS. That's why it vanished. And then they have to do a reset with the. They would do. That's what the Centaurans were trying to find out where the next flux event was happening. The final flux event, as they were calling it, and that's what they were trying to find out when that. And then when the Ood sort of uh, minimise the minimise the flux energy that was being released, and then the Doctor used the Lupari ships to absorb the ships. Uh, right at the beginning of that flux event, this is right at the beginning of that new flux event. The Lupari ships absorbed most of it. Whatever was released through the passenger then absorbed the rest of it. So that's why there wasn't that much that much damage to the whole universe. I personally, that's what we've been thinking on our podcast. That's what we think is that what's happened is the universe was stopped initially by the Doctor. Uh, the flux event was initially stopped by the Doctor, and then it was just stopped. Again, by a combination of Lupari and Passenger in the set, the final flux event in the final episode. Do you, can you understand? Yeah, I thought I thought what you'd meant by that was that the whole thing with with Passenger and what have you that actually happened at the very beginning of the flux. So after after that, everybody was aware of it. Then the Santarans were trying to find the start of the flux no, no, and, no. What, and they what, sent then everybody went went to where the flux was first starting which is no. the reason why it hadn't expanded but very much because if, let's face it if it's destroyed three quarters of the universe no. how is how are a few yeah. Sontar and Dalek no. and Cybermen ships yeah <laughs> even if, then if, if you listen to Tectoon when the way she confronted the doctor she did blame With her Tectoon uh, that she blamed her for stopping the flux using the TARDIS in that fifth episode. And uh, she did say, look, uh, you yeah, stopped yeah. it right there and then, didn't you? Right, this is why we're having another flux, final flux event now to be able to get rid of the universe before we, as Division, trans- transfer over to the new universe. And that's what was happening there. And that's what the Suntarans was also trying to find out. That makes when, sense. When the yeah. flux event was first starting, they would then lure the Daleks and the Cybermen to that spot and then ah. could use Lupari ships to contain the flux events there and then. But because a little bit of it escaped, that's when passenger came into effect. Well, I mean, it's good that they've made it also clear. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand. Mm. This is the whole confusing thing about this. This the whole flux story is that some of it I I picked up on second and third viewings. That's the only way mm. I can understand it. First viewings, I just let it all wash out of me. I enjoyed the stories as they were going along. Second viewings, I started making notes. Third viewing, I knew exactly what was sort of going on. Uh, and then that's how I I know what this was happening. That was happening. That's why the universe wasn't destroyed. Uh, this is the whole motivation between, for Swarm and Azure, and all this stuff. The, this was all there. I mean, Swarm and Azure. And I think Miles also mentioned it before in one of the uh, early podcasts. Swarm and Azure have the ability to rewind time because yeah. uh, that yeah, yeah. of time. Oh. So that, if they had also used some of their uh, powers. They might have also reduced some of the effects on some of the universe as they've been going along, as it's been uh, the flux has been destroying it. They've been able to reverse it back and maybe bring it back some of these planets, as for them to destroy well, again. This is all speculation. That, it's all just speculation. Let's just hope that that in the next two specials, that some of this is addressed that will actually. No. There won't be the first first one will concentrate as as an Easter special on just the sea devils. And it's only beyond, I think, that last special, if they want to go back to everything that happened in the Flux and the Timeless Children. That's what I, I think. think I think only, we've, we've got one. to expect, you know, if, if that's where, how Chris Chibnall's going out and Jodie's going out, and this is what's been the thread that's run through, you know, I mean, let's be honest, right from virtually the word go, from the yeah. Ghost Monument was yeah. the first time the yeah. Timeless timeless Child was mentioned. So yeah. it, it's run right the way through. So I'm pretty sure that we're going to get we're going to get more in the in the finale. Well, I almost but, wonder. I mean, I mean, Russell is kind of not not threatening, but suggesting that this is going to be a very big, you know, shift. And I almost wonder whether you know he might have said to Chibnall, "Stop this, kill that, whatever." You know, I mean, one of the one of the prophecies given to the Doctor was, "You won't regenerate," wasn't it? <laughs> so I wonder whether it could all be connected. There could be a very big denouement or a very big shift you know by the end of this well, year let, let's be honest you know. if 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 he wanted to to have what you could effectively call the ultimate reset then tectane's original plan of transferring everything into another universe would have effectively done that wouldn't it so, yeah 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 i won't put um, anything past them i mean you know if they want to really shake things up they might do that i'm all in favor of shaking things up what i'm not in favor of is over explaining too much about the doctor's origins no 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 because i think you have to have the mystery about the character you know you don't want to know everything that there is otherwise the the interest goes out but anyway in enough about <laughs> the flux and the future <laughs> let's get back to eve of the daleks yeah so the cast we've got nick we've got sarah bizarrely we've got carl from the woman who yeah. fell to earth yeah appeared in it briefly did anybody else re- realise that was him? Not yeah. afterwards. The guy, it, the guy who appeared. The guy who was like briefly. The guy who appeared but, briefly, right? Didn't he live in Sheffield? Yeah. Yes. yes. He he moved to Manchester. <laughs> oh, did he? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. That's nice. <laughs> so initially, when he when he appeared on screen, I looked at him, and I thought he was the same character that we just seen in Flux. That was with um, ah yes, the guy from um, in, the between. in between. In between is I thought yeah. that as well. To I start that, what they look very similar. Yeah, yeah very yeah. very similar. But then it's only afterwards that you realise it's uh, it's a returning character from uh, the Doctor of Doctor Who. 
Yeah, wasn't that it? It was you played him, didn't you, Suki, when we did it? Yes, I did. Yes, I did play him. So we're going to have to get you back when we when we eventually get around to doing this one. You'll have hmm. to come in as a cameo role. I'll come in for a cameo role. I don't mind. Good man. I do not mind. That's what we like to hear. Right. You'll so have to pay me loads so... of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I've played him once now. I expect my fee to go up. Well, I'm we'll double twice. your fee from the last time. How's that? Yeah. Two Rolos instead of one. Wow. <laughs> you got Rolos? I did. Didn't nobody tell you? Who, who gave you Rolos? I'm not telling you. Just in case you start uh, being, <laughs> asking them for something as well. I, I should be having words. What did we think then of the plot is very straightforward, isn't it, with this, basically? Um, the, the Daleks, for some reason... After everything that the doctor has done, after all of through, through the entire, suddenly decide that they're going to send a next chase all over again, and obviously much hilarity and and action ensues from the the time loop set set up by the TARDIS resetting itself, and then obviously our TARDIS crew have to find a way to to stop everybody getting killed and stop the time loop and defeat the Daleks, and that's basically the plot. So not complicated in that respect, but quite complicated in the respect that obviously we're going through effectively the same events over and over again, but in a, but but differently each time. So did we all appreciate no, no. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's very cleverly done, and I think I think the more that was explored, the more you realised that the more the stakes were raised, weren't they? And I mean, I think that was the lovely thing—the fact that they. When once they realised they were trapped in a time loop, they had to make that time loop work to their advantage, which is the clever thing because that kind of doesn't always happen in a time loop story. No. Sometimes the time loop story just resolves itself accidentally, but they made a conscious decision: we've got to make this work for ourselves, and that's what got them out of it in the end. The the thing I like with this time loop story as well is that you didn't have minutes of them repeating the same action over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah. before yeah. they suddenly realise they're in a time loop. <clears throat> they they turn each minute they re, they uh, they got the memories of what had happened previously so they could start straight away, which is yeah. a bit better than having to see the same scene over and over and over again. Yeah. And that I you think whenever just... whenever there have been these time loop stories, you know, obviously you think of Groundhog Day and uh, the, my, my personal favourite episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, Cause and Effect, which was a time loop story. But in each of these instances, it always, it always, as you say, it starts off with the same events repeating and then suddenly people start to become aware of it. And the more that they repeat, the more they seem to become aware. So what they've done with this is they've effectively, they've, they've cut through that just to the point where immediately people are aware of what's gone on before. So they've, they've saved time in that, but it always, it always seems to happen the same way. You always get people gradually sort of sussing out what's going on and being able to work out a way around it that way. Yeah. And um, also, I mean, I think, I mean, the interesting thing is that, you know, something like Groundhog Day, you've only got Bill Murray aware of what's going on. Everybody here knows what's going on. Yes. And, um, yes. There was a very interesting, I think it was the, the Radio Times website was saying that the Daleks keep surviving. They, they beam themselves in and out. So although the Doctor and the Companions and everybody else is being exterminated, the Daleks themselves aren't. So there are either new Daleks in each new scene who've picked up from the previous experience, or they're the same Daleks 
picking up from the experience as well. Because so in a sense, the Daleks have more of an advantage. You know, they're, they're not being reset. They they are going along in almost like a linear fashion for them. You know, that well, they're they're certainly aware of what's going on because yeah. they keep saying they learn. You know, and then they change their location. So they they um, one of them the one materializes in the reception area, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Instead of that, and they obviously they don't do the uh, the traditional flaw that the 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 baddies always have of both going to shoot somebody in the in between them and that person ducking yeah. and shooting each other. <laughs> that that old chestnut. That old chestnut that's never that, happened that, in Doctor Who before. No, no, not no. <coughs> Blink. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blink, maybe. That's people disappearing. That's disappearing. TARDIS, that is. <laughs> that was the end of Blink, wasn't it? Yeah. The TARDIS yeah. disappeared and all the and the, the angels on each each side. So they were all looking at each other. Yeah. yeah. Darren, you obviously haven't had a lot to, to say about this. I know you're not keen on it, but. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought. Probably the best humour, I think, came from uh, John Bishop. I thought he was particularly good at it. Uh, I did like his interaction with the Dalek. I thought that was nice. Having it on, uh, the, eye, on the eye of the, the lens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Bink, bink, bink. And it backing yeah. up like, what? And the Dalek itself, I thought, looked great. Yeah. I, I did like the upgrade of weaponry. Or I would have done if it had actually been able to hit anything. Um, <laughs> and, and and the fact that it couldn't blast its way through a door. I mean, yeah. really? It was we a know very Daleks can do door. this. We've, we've seen Resurrection of the Daleks. We know they can blast through anything. Apart from that door. Apart from that door. <laughs> yeah, but Jodie kind of mentions that, doesn't she? She has a, she criticises them, doesn't she, for taking so long to get through the door? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're yeah. weakened. Maybe they're weakened Daleks. You know, maybe they have been affected. An execution squad of weakened Daleks. Yeah, maybe maybe this <laughs> universe, maybe this universe is dying, and we're going to get a whole new one. Who knows? Either that or elf storage just have really strong doors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Security. Next year, the Daleks will turn out with water pistols. <laughs> <laughs> But that was a, that was a good thing as well. Still. I was just thinking, going back to the elf storage, they released all the uh, the publicity files. Out. Everyone goes, why are they called the elf storage? Why are they called the elf yeah, storage? It's only because yeah, the yes has fallen off, which is a great great uh, thing. That was lovely, uh, lovely idea. Personally, I think the funniest part of it was in the early stages. I think it was possibly the very first loop when the Dalek appears from the lift in reception and Sarah goes, Nick, is that you? Yeah. And the goes, yeah. I am not I'm not Nick. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Says Nick Briggs. Says Nick Briggs, yeah. <laughs> but that was a thing that Chibnall probably put in for the fans only. Right, because nobody else would and have really Nick, clicked probably. on And Nick Briggs. <laughs> nobody else would have clicked on the, that. The Daleks yeah. had some lovely lines though, didn't they? You know, uh-huh. was it, you know, we, we we don't have stuff and or whatever it was, you know, it's like all the yeah, yeah like, Daleks don't have stuff. managers. That's yeah, yeah. Never, sorry. Yeah. It was it was it, a, they turned into Dr. McCoy basically. Yeah, they? they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm a Dalek, not a manager. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked. I mean, I think that's I mean, I, I've seen a lot of criticisms. Some people were saying it was a bit too humorous, but I just think it worked beautifully. It really did, actually. Uh-huh. 
but it's, it's a holiday special. special. It's meant to be it's festive special, yeah. Yeah, and and we've just we've just gone through a, a quite heavy and intense six part story. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think I think you, you needed something. That's the beauty about Doctor Who. It switches it up all the time, switches it up, switches it down, changes the mood, changes the style. You the know? next so couple you get... are going to be intense, so they needed a little bit of light relief in the middle. <laughs> so, I don't, between I don't... the ones you can't understand. But although so, although this was good. funny, it wasn't light relief. I think it was a very, quite a serious story. I mean, it was quite... You know, it was quite a dark story in a lot of ways. It was it wasn't as glib as some festive stories, I don't think. You know, I mean, you know, the fact that the doctor keeps getting exterminated and all her friends keep getting exterminated. Yeah. You know, there, there was quite a bit of darkness there as well. But it's funny, isn't it, that the Daleks, as you say, have, have never managed to to actually get the better of the doctor, and the one time that they they seem to manage it happens to be when there's a time loop yeah, yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> and, and companions can get exterminated over and over and over again but yeah i mean it's fun it's just just fun it's harmless fluff basically isn't it really mm-hmm. which is what doctor who always was in many ways <laughs> well a new year's episode story that's all you need it was something yeah. as he says harmless fun you don't need something too serious that's all you just want viewers to what come on New Year's Day, just sit there, have a good hour of fun and uh, action, whatever you'd like to call it, and then mm. carry on with their day. I must admit, this is one thing I do prefer. I do prefer that we've bounced over to New Year's episodes rather than Christmas episodes. I was getting kind of sick of Christmas episodes. Yeah, plus my mum doesn't let me watch it at Christmas. So oh. New Year, everyone's got a hangover, no one cares. That's you go in for this on your year, definitely better. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many combinations of Christmas trees and Santas and things like that that you can put up with. So having it on New Year's Day gives it that wider scope that you can have, you know, yeah. any number of creatures without without it being all festive and yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Ne- I never understood why it was always felt necessary to have the Christmas special be set at Christmas. Mm-hmm. No, because if if you think about some of the Fools and Horses Christmas specials that they did, you know there was one they went to bloody Miami for a two part story. Yeah, didn't they? yeah, yeah. Mm. There was it. nothing yeah. whatsoever to do with no. Christmas in that. You, you no. don't. You, it's a Christmas special because it's a special that's on at Christmas. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah. It doesn't have mm. to have Christmas involved in it. I mean, it, it's nice to have it. You know, to to, to actually include it occasionally. And it's nice to have something that actually, you know, set basically on on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So I don't think realistically, with the possible exception of the TV movie, we've we've really gone down that road before. No. So um, so that's good. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to have anything to do with with the season at all. It's just a special end of year episode of the show yeah it's good yeah. for drawing families then though isn't it the santas and the it is trees yeah and i suppose it also, i mean one of the big things was i mean obviously with um Eccleston leaving so soon they wanted to really establish the show going on didn't they and the fact that tenants introduction is going to be christmas day it probably worked to have it as a big christmas episode and introducing a new doctor and maybe that template kind of stuck for the next few years you know well, whether whether that was planned or whether that was just 
what happened because Eccleston did leave and the, the Christmas special was already set and it was like well we're going to have to introduce the new doctor at Christmas yeah. because otherwise <laughs> yeah, we're going yeah. to have an episode without a doctor in it yeah so I would imagine that's uh that's a lot to do with that but yeah I mean the, the you know that the, it became a tradition and who knows you know once we get through this year because I don't think there's probably going to be a a New Year's special next year, no, or a Christmas special no. next year, no. or a Christmas special this year, or a New Year special next year, I should say. Although apparently Russell T. Davis has already started writing episodes, but I don't think that he's going to be able to get anything together because he had, you know, we haven't even got a a Fourteenth Doctor cast yet. No. So no. to get something, he's got a year. he's got a year. Cut the Christmas trees, a Santa robot. Yeah, don't take long. That's it, Kes. All you need is uh, all he asks if he gets a story set, and they start filming uh, for the brand new season. They start filming that one for um, the first episode for New Year's. They can concentrate everything on there to make sure it's all ready in six months down the line, or however many, whatever however long it takes to uh, shoot. Mm. Here's then, a thought: If we are going to go down the expanded universe route which everybody seems to be talking about even being there's there's been absolutely no confirmation of any sort that this is what's going to happen but if we are going to go down that route they could have a christmas special this year or a new year special the beginning of january uh, the beginning of 2023 what do you mean by expanded universe Expanded universe, basically, but basically being in the same way as you've got the Marvel expanded universe. So you've got all these different, different sort of spin-off shows, and and things like that. So oh, we right. could we could have. Yeah. So when we've we've already had Torchwood and Sarah Jane and and class. So I don't think any of, of those uh, are going to be coming back. Well, Torchwood could. There's nothing oh, to I'm stop not Torchwood. There's nothing to stop Torchwood coming back. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to have the same people in it. Yeah, but you but could have. But Torchwood as an organisation could come back. You could have a unit series that could that could come oh, out. You see, could have. The, I don't think any. That's a good yeah. See, this this is I think wishful thinking on some people's parts because I think they're going to try and concentrate. Bad Wolf have just pitched the idea. They've got the series. They're going to concentrate on that series. Right to get it right before they start expanding into other things. So it'll be, I think it'll be too early to try and do an expanded mm. universe episode for New Year's or Christmas. I, d- I don't know. I mean, Russell T Davis has been has been on record in the not too distant past as actually saying that um, you know when he came up with Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventures that he was he was ahead of his time doing that. There's an awful lot of clattering going yeah, on in the background. Yeah, he was ahead. He was ahead of his time, basically, doing this. And um, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna, just gonna wait for whatever is. <laughs> Who's unwrapping their cocaine? Eh? Oh, sorry, I thought I put you on mute. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm no. getting my dinner. <laughs> Supper, whatever you want to call it. Breakfast is closer to the mark, I think, currently. Please carry on. Um, Slicing some brie shouldn't make well, any noise. I'm going to the Slicing toilet. Some... I'm going to the toilet, but I won't take you with me, okay? I'll be back in a minute. Please, 
That's yeah, my we don't job. Want to hear, we don't want to hear that being unwrapped. Um, this has turned a bit um, alternative. <laughs> <laughs> what the chance? chance? Someone's slicing some brie. Someone yeah. else is going for a wee. We turn it into poetry. Oh, well done, Kerry. Well done. Thank you very much. Brie wee. Brie wee. Poetry. Oh, that stinks. What, the episode? <laughs> I think we're just too. having some little kind of interval here. Well, I suppose we really ought to address the elephant in the room, which is, of course, Yaz and the Doctor. Oh, f*** me. Ah! Yeah. I'm in the same boat as Derek. I can't stand love stories in the TARDIS. No I love whatsoever. love love in the TARDIS. Nope. Doesn't work for me. Didn't like it with I Rose. No, don't like it with this. I have no problem with, with love in the TARDIS, but I don't think it should be love in the TARDIS involving the Doctor. You know, if you've got Amy and Rory, I never saw an issue with that. Oh, uh, no, that no, no. But no, the Doctor but, is supposed to be a separate and... Yeah, I don't, I don't want sex with the Doctor. Well, I, I wouldn't mind <laughs> some of them. Colin Baker, eh? <laughs> oh, yes. William Hartnell, get in there for. Um. <laughs> Thinking out his inner thoughts there, Miles. Yeah. Um. Dig him up first. So, <laughs> oh my God, I'm just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> yes. Well, what we now know, uh, to be certain, is that Yaz has feelings for the doctor which was always on the cards anyway although until it was official it was just something that was a possibility now yeah. we know that, that, that Yaz has feelings for the doctor it has to be said when it came to when Dan told her that Yaz had feelings for her she looked a little bit concerned mm. well, this, it's all this... just a little bit Martha Jones isn't it yeah, she's been there before, hasn't she? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, got, she's got previous on this in this sort of thing, though, isn't she? Yeah, she has got previous on this sort of thing. And and let's be brutally honest about this: she's going in two episodes' time, and so is Yaz. So yeah. how much are they actually going to be able to to develop this? Mm. Um, and you know, is it is it something that that would make sense to develop? Or would it make more sense for Yaz to have these feelings and the Doctor to... I think the regeneration... I would say shoot her down, but... I know. I think the regeneration is going to be about one of them trying to save the other. That will probably be what it comes to, I would imagine. The Doctor will probably die in Yaz's arms or something like that. One of them is going to try and save the other, and that's going to be the regeneration, I think. That will be the culmination. I don't know. The regenerations, half, half of the regeneration scene has been filmed, hasn't it? Well, yeah. yeah has yeah. filmed her part of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, then, but then the Doctor can't regenerate according to that prophecy, so maybe the Doctor will die and we will be left in limbo. I don't know, because as we now know, the Doctor is, is the template for the, for the Time Lords and, and has regenerated more times than any of them or possibly even all of them put together. We don't, yeah. we don't know. So it, it seems like the Doctor, we can't say can't die, because if you have a character that, that can't die, <coughs> Captain Jack, um, <laughs> then 
um, then there is no jeopardy for that character because it doesn't really matter what they do, you know, because they're going to keep going. Maybe she gives up so, her regeneration cycle to Yaz to keep Yaz going, and she doesn't. But she doesn't have a regeneration cycle. <laughs> We've always well, thought no. she had a regeneration yeah, cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she doesn't. But she no, no, no. <clears throat> Why didn't she have a regeneration cycle? Because she has endless regenerations. Yeah. Although to be fair, Matt Smith no. was given a whole yeah. new regeneration cycle. As That's what I was. Out. But yeah, no, but, but well, the Time Lords thought he needed it, but obviously he didn't need it. I guess that's yeah, the well, thing they've well, done their research. But we don't, yeah. we don't, we don't actually know even if that was the the Time Lords in yeah, general yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. done that, or whether that's something to do with division, and they've just made it seem like the Doctor has received a new regeneration cycle because they weren't effectively around at the time to be able to if if Tectoin had actually harnessed the Doctor's powers on limitless regeneration she's also given the time lords the possible the way to just put limited uh, regenerations on their lifeline lifetime mm. so you've got 30 uh, 12 regenerations 13 incarnations of each time lord perhaps the doctor has asked, has actually had that limitation put on it that's why when matt smith yeah but the, uh, the, the oh, doctor is the template isn't it the, the, yeah, the, the time doctor, lords have harnessed this disability and set a, a, a level on it but let's be honest how many times have we seen that that limit actually circumvented anyway mm, you know mm. the master being offered a whole new regeneration cycle in mm. in the five doctors in the very story that was about a, obtaining <laughs> immortality, immortality yeah. and they basically yeah. said you can have a whole new regeneration. If they could just do that anyway, then they don't need immortality. <laughs> they can just give somebody a new regener regeneration yeah. cycle. So, so well, I think it's right. Yeah, go on, go on, Sue. But I think it's kind might might end up being yeah. is just because you know that when Chaz is leaving, Amanda's leaving, and Jody's leaving would be the that it would just be too hard to go on dan i think dan i think john's staying right is john bishop staying no no he's, he's going gone. as well he's, gone. he's going it's also? gonna be it's, gonna, it's yeah. gonna be a clean slate when when rtd2 starts so possibly the gentleman that you just saw at the very end that came from the woman that fell to earth i wonder if he's going to become a new companion there's no reason to put him in there <laughs> Maybe, in his thought, maybe I mean, it'll be the sea devil. Yeah. Oh, uh, but my <laughs> the thing with with Yaz and the doctor, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that it it went the entire the entire season. Everybody saw it, except for her and the doctor. She, mm -hmm. I mean, she knew she had feelings for the doctor, but it, she just admitted to, she said she admitted it to herself during that episode, and. The doctor was like, what? but if the doctor is just like the outside of the doctor changes, then it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, it's it's very it, it gives that whole fluid can love anybody because or be with anybody. Well, love, I guess he loves still loves Rose or she would love Rose or whomever. You don't know what the what the doctor is going to be next. Could be a sea devil. The sea devil. 
That was a stunned silence. Yeah. I mean, the spirit. <laughs> what? The spirit or, or a carbonista. I mean, the spirit can move into anything. The I, body, I think we also, the think we also have to. We, can change into anything. Absolutely anything. Yeah. I think I think we also have to face the fact that if, as the doctor is now a woman, some of the insides have changed. Yeah, uh, that's not what I'm talking about. And the I'm not talking about is. physicalness. There's less dangling. What the arsehole did you say? Yeah, I'm not talking the arsehole, about. Yeah. Has the arsehole changed? I'm talking about yeah. the, <laughs> the outside container, which would be either male, female, right now, or whatever happens in the future, um, but male or female. <laughs> You guys laughed at me when I said no, no, yes, sorry, sorry, and I was just, right. So y'all better I, listen because I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> now we have to start listening to Sue's weird well, You laughed at me. You laughed at me. You were like, oh, oh. oh but Sue, no, Sue, no. do you, okay. So Sue, do you think the doctor will reciprocate the feelings? Because that's the big issue, isn't it? Will the doctor reciprocate those feelings? I don't think she will. Not I don't going, think but not going to have she's not going to have the time to truly reciprocate because of of, of what's going to happen. She's going to She's be, only got uh, a couple of episodes next. Yeah. yeah. Be busy. It's yeah. not going to come to fruition. It's not going to be like it was with Rose. It's not going to be that type of thing because she's not going to have time. Cuz so I, 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 I would argue I would time. argue the love for Rose didn't work either. He gave her Second-hand human offshoot because that's what she needed. But he, he, he loved his idea of love, or the doctor's idea of love does not match. The, I don't think the doctor's love is a sexual love. I think that's the bottom line. I really don't think it is. And I think I, I personally think I think it, I think it should always be kept that way because I don't think the doctor should be overtly sexual, whatever form that takes, straight, gay, whatever. Because I think that's one. That's one of the beauties of Doctor Who. I think showing that love transcends sex in a way you know mm. i think that, i think that's the i think that's the best way to go i think that's the best way to go you know? i think it's it will be because because of of the fact that everything changes and 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 is is so fluid and that's hard for humans especially if, yeah. if the doctor and humans tend to hang together the life it's it's a totally different type of thing but the what i was trying to say is the is exactly what you said nick the the body doesn't make a difference the spirit yes. of the doctor is there yes. regardless yeah. of whether it's male or female or sea devil or or, or uh Bukhari. it doesn't make a difference what the outside turns into <clears throat> it's the inside so when when miles when you said that about well the inside bits yeah physically she's now a woman but the spirit of the doctor isn't necessarily male, female, or anything that 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 which moves into body. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the character of the doctor, whilst there are different character traits, the character of the doctor stays the same. Yeah, it's right. the same. It's the same character throughout the entirety of the show. Yeah, but that character, the characteristics of the character change, but the right. character itself is, remains the same. Yeah. So she yeah. may be in love, and and the doctor may reciprocate that love as love, mm. but not not a not going to have time to. It's only two more episodes, so it's like that's not going to yeah. go very far. Okay. But there may be an admission of yes, I love you. It's but longer again, than like some Nick of my said, relationships. It's different. Just say don't take that one. It's long. 
It's longer than a lot of Nick's relationships yeah. in this episode. I'll tell you that for a fact. How many girlfriends did he have? He wasn't that old. <laughs> yeah. but here's, here's he had a warehouse full. Mm-hmm. If I you want to know which one has the dead animals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. was, that was. I want her phone number. Yeah. That was somebody else signal. together. Well, we all know who Jeff is. Jeff's <clears throat> <laughs> 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 a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, you like you like those two because I, I I think I think one of the beauties of the Doctor is the Doctor loves people, but shows that love isn't based in in a carnal type thing. If you like, right. you know, love is a is a is a thing of the soul or the spirit or whatever. You know, and I I hope they carry on with that because I I I don't want. I, I don't want the doctor ever to be overtly sexual, whatever form that takes. Because to me, that muddies it a little bit, you know. Because um, you know, real love goes beyond that, doesn't it? You know. Well, exactly. The, the doctor's and always been quite. I was going to say exactly, and that's that's a that's a huge thing. I mean, it it reciprocates to a lot of people that feel that type of love or have that type of. I mean, married couples as they get older things change and it, yeah, it becomes yeah. a love of taking care a lo- and yes. the love gets deeper and deeper. It isn't all about boinking. No. And the uh, whole idea no. of the doctor boinking around the universe is kind of like, okay, come on. That's enough of that. Now um, there's Marzi's spin-off. The doctor boinks. Boink. Hanky panky. Late night version. The TARDIS. You know, quit, quit the hanky panky crap. What was that? Sarah Jane when you have boinky TARDIS. What was that Baywatch spin-off? Baywatch Nights. Maybe Doctor Who Nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but going back to what Sue was saying, my opinion on the Doctor and Yaz, I don't like the fact that the Doctor is trying is uh, in romantic relationships. Never have done. Didn't no. like the Rose relationship. Didn't like the Martha. Oh, actually, no, the Martha unrequited love. That's something the Doctor can't control. Yeah. Uh, but these sort of things are just just didn't like. Now, going back to this, this relationship seems to have come out of nowhere. There's been a conversation between Yaz and her mother, uh, and then the odd glance here and there, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's something in the Flux episode of her long, uh, looking at the um, the hologram for four years, and then this episode where she actually admits that she's got feelings for the Doctor. This is mm-hmm. sort of, actually, it, might, it looks like it's been built up, but me, I just haven't seen it. If it's no. more blatant or more upfront, then maybe I'll be more into the relationship. But I just haven't seen it, so I just don't believe in this relationship at all. Now, also, also the fact we... that one more, also the fact that Sue was saying there's only a couple of episodes left, so they might not do much. This is a time travel show. This is all they have to do at the end of this ex- next episode, uh, the Sea Devils one. If they admit their feelings, they together, whatever they could have a number of years together before they come back and do this final episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. in their timeline. Yeah, um, the big finisher, hoping for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, that's it. And and let's be it honest, being we've had the whole way through since since the show's come back. We've had Rose. Mm. has had feelings for the doctor then we've had martha who had a crush on the doctor then we had donna who didn't have a crush on the doctor hip 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 hooray then we had amy who had a crush on the doctor, the doctor. Mm. yeah 
Uh, then we had Clara, Clara who had a bit of a crush on the Doctor. You know, then Bill obviously Bill didn't. Gay, so yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and now then we've had Yaz, who who suddenly seems to have a crush on the Doctor. I mean, yeah. We, we, there was never any indication of this at any point where, uh, in the first fifty years of the show. No. Um, even with um, with Grace, Grace yeah. didn't seem. You know, that was the, that was the, the, the first kiss that kiss, we had. But yeah. Grace didn't seem to be interested in that respect. No. And I think you could argue um, the doctor kissed her out of joy, didn't he? You know, I mean, yeah. that was, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, there was no overt sort of sexualization there or anything. You know, I think it was just a, a, a feeling of joy and exaltation, wasn't it? You know, so, yeah. yeah. I, I get a feeling that, that the whole sexualization thing is because it's considered that that's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. feeling yeah. to a different generation, but you, aren't you? But, it feels but like yes, Chibnall's yes. looked at Twitter and gone, ooh, yeah. well, there's an idea. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I, this, is, this is something that's kind of been bubbling under ever since the show came back. And yeah. there are people who are interested in that, but... Doctor Who has always been this this show that hasn't included that in any way, shape, or form. All no, the way through. Yeah. and it's ironic and because, in a sense, that in its original formation, you had an, a man who was in his forties or fifties traveling with a younger woman, which could potentially be construed as being very suspicious. But that was never exploited, was it? You know what I mean? No. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it was very. And whereas now we've got a man who's several <laughs> several thousand. Yes, <laughs> not a million yeah, years old. Exactly, <laughs> traveling with a girl who's in her twenties. Yeah, <clears throat> it's but all it, relative. It, it was never, and it was never questioned. Though. That's the thing. It was always accepted. And I think that innocence is lovely, because. Uh, but also, yes. I think you have to admit that all through the original series, the Doctor did love his companions. He loved all of them. Yeah. He, he um, loved Jamie. He loved Jamie. He loved Sarah Jane. He loved them with a proper, pure love, and I think that's the that's the basis of Doctor Who, isn't possibly, it? Possibly, yeah. we possibly well, have except to... maybe Adric. He, he may I'm going to say Adric. Yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, listen, yeah, but I mean, the new big finish. The new big finish is a lovely scene in the yeah. new, the new big finish, the forty, the Peter Davison episode, where there's a really lovely heart to heart between Davison and Adric. Which is really played beautifully, actually. But you is know, that, um, is that in forty or is it the the box set before? The, both of them. The, the, oh, I, so I, I, I got to forty. Yeah. I listened to forty the other day, and there's a beautiful scene because, uh, well, I, not to give it away, but the doctor's the Davison's doctor is travelling through his own time stream, and he's been made aware that Adric dies, and then he's suddenly thrust back, and he meets Adric before he died. And he takes him aside and just says, you know, I really do appreciate you. I've got a lot of time for you. And it's really nicely played. You know, wow. um, but, but no, but I think the bottom line, I think the doctor personifies this, this pure love, if you like, you know, which they are oh, <laughs> makers. They, okay. <laughs> well, and he got married to uh, in the Aztecs. <laughs> or engaged, engaged. Yes, but that that wasn't exactly planned, was it? And there was and, and he was out of his depth. He was very out of his depth when he did that. He didn't know what he was, it was doing. Yes. yes. It was think, it I, was just by following a custom that he didn't he didn't understand. Yeah. You know, he, he may have uh, have found Kamika a, a charming companion, but there was no 
<laughs> there was no she reciprocation of any kind of. Uh, yeah, it was all a mistake. Exactly. All a mistake. All I, mean, a mistake. I really like the no hanky panky and the TARDIS idea. But then again, yeah. I'm old. And that was, <laughs> I loved classic Who. And I loved the way it was. There, there really wasn't hanky panky and the TARDIS. And then you come back and all of a sudden, mm. you know, people yeah, are but screaming, people... we want the ponds back. Well, guys, what? I mean, they, they want that type of atmosphere back and it's they're appealing to the social media generation the tiktok generation yeah it's all about mm-hmm. the sex sex sells mm. and real love doesn't let's be honest exactly yeah mm. is yeah. this is this just a phase that humanity is going through at the moment because it, there seems to be this this sort of obsession with it where maybe we'll in you know in the next 10, 15 years or whatever, that will that will pass and we'll go back to thinking, well, I mean, let's let's be honest. It, it it's it's part of who we are as a species, isn't it? Procreation. Oh yeah. Continuing yeah, well, yeah. yeah. rates of human yeah. feelings. Yeah. It wasn't like this well, 30 years ago. People when can't I was get sort of well, young two meters. But in a sense though, you could argue that, you know, Doctor was created in the 60s which is possibly the first of the sexually progressive decades ever people talked about sex sex was acknowledged and yet doctor who didn't step into that did it you know no well you know, doctor who was in the early part of the 60s and i'm not sure quite how how prominent it was back in 1963 certainly by the time you've got to 66 67 well, you got the, yes, yeah you've got the so. pill haven't you and you've got you know um you know, people going on marches for, you know, free sex and blah, blah, blah. But Doctor Who never stepped into that <laughs> kind of thing, you know. And free sex, my I'm God, I would love sex. some free sex, you know. Because <laughs> it's far too expensive, you know. <laughs> you all were much more progressive than, than over here, but yeah, we were we were kind of following in your footsteps. But. Fouling or following? Following. Fouling. Oh, yeah. fouling. Not fouling. That's back to the doctor. Well, the doctor changing sorry, his answer. Sorry. <laughs> following. If it's acknowledged and dealt with, dealt with instead of a no hanky panky type of thing. Just yeah. yeah. And I love you too. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Enough. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. I mean, I can. I, I can't really think of any occasions of sort of sex appeal even being used in the original series, with perhaps the uh, uh, the exception of Ace, uh, who <laughs> when when she lured the or tried to lure yeah. the soldier away yeah. in in yeah. Right. Sorin. No, no, Sorin. Right. it was just one of the one of the Russians, wasn't it? Which is yeah. which is very clunky when you look at it now, isn't it? You know, yeah. You know, it's it, they were trying to push a few boundaries, but it, when you look at it now, you think, oh, it's a bit heavy-handed. You know, mm. so it, no, it, it, it's never also sex- very, very weird. Yeah, very weird. It doesn't make sense. I and can it's feel the wind through. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that. Oh, that that turns me on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, I mean, Ace, Ace was never Ace was never sexual before that. It, it, I think, and in a sense, it's quite similar because <clears> they're suddenly trying to make. Yeah, a bit sexual. I just don't think I don't think sex works in Doctor Who. Bottom line, yeah, love no. works. Love works. Love. love works all the time because Doctor is all about love, a universal love. That makes me like a bloody hippie, doesn't it? You know. But I think this show is all about love. You know, you've got this man who ran away, this person who ran away from his society because they 
didn't like him, he didn't like them. But what he's done for the past, in our time scale, 58, 59 years, has just tried to spread a bit of love, hasn't he? You know, and that's, yeah. to me, that's what Doctor Who is, I yeah. think. Nick's, you know? Nick, Nick's right there in that love works within the show, but sex doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the whole thing with Yaz, it should be love and it should work, you know. But the fact that Yaz has been in the show for three years and there's hardly been a build-up in those three years, and now it's also all of a sudden it seems to culminate in this one scene, two scenes with Yaz and Dan, and then one scene with Dan and uh, the Doctor, uh, and it just seems to culminate there. And you just think, but where's the build-up really been? There hasn't been yeah. any anything it really. It hasn't helped throughout the entire series that Yaz has had the personality of a coffee table. <laughs> Said it from day one. She's she's just got no she's got no gravitas to her. Yeah. Which is a bit different to the actual actress, because the actress is quite bubbly and nice. Why haven't they yeah. used some Oh yeah. Her, I mean, if you look at the relationship that, that Jody and Mandip have got, you know, they are proper best friends. Does anyone yeah. think yeah. that the two of them are getting it on? No. No, well, but they could have they could no. have had no, because <laughs> Judy's married for a start. And... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, you don't feel that way. But when you're watching those little tidbits that they put on Instagram, those guys are nuts. They're fun and they're funny with each other. And they're, yeah, best, yeah. they're besties. Yeah. But, that, that... But, do you, but do you take anything sexual from that? No. No. But for some reason, it has to be crowbarred into, into the show mm. when, when you don't need that. I mean, it's... To, you could you could say we have with with school reunion. Suddenly there was this thing. Oh, Sarah had a thing for the Doctor. No, Sarah Sarah loved being with the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. loved the Doctor. Did Sarah have any physical attraction to the Doctor? There was not any indication of anything like that no. at no, any no, point. No, no at all. And and has no. been and has been with none of the other. It's always been. Look, here's this person I can go off on this tremendous adventure for, for adventure with, who can show me things that of the universe that that you know I could never normally have had the chance to to, to see. I can expand my mind and what have you. It's great company, and that's what it's been. Yeah. And that's all it needs to be. In all reality, that's all it needs to be. You will get people who will argue argue the other side of the coin. You know, oh, the doctors lived all this time, and you know, as Stephen Moffat said himself, you know, doctors survived for several hundreds of years. Do you think he's never done anything? Mm. Well, the doctor's always been very childlike in yeah. that respect. Yeah. I think I think that's where yeah. where Matt Smith played that childlike thing extremely well. And that's interesting, Miles, because if you think about it, the, the, the most romantic they've allowed the Doctor to become is by admitting that he and River were husband and wife. And yet I yeah. could almost imagine that relationship was never consummated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, I can imagine that relationship was, again, based out of pure love, but not necessarily sexual. You know, she flirts with him, he flirts with her. But I could imagine the Doctor and River just being very platonic and very loving with no physicality almost you know well, I, mean, I suppose you've well, got certainly to look at from the... the doctor's side yeah i mean you 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 don't for a second doubt with any of the um with the 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 rebooted version companions that we've mentioned you know from from rose 
right up to well to possibly even up to Yaz I don't think that's it's it's been apparent like that with Yaz but certainly with all of the others that um you know they would be more than happy to um to to be involved in a in a sexual way yeah with Do the doctor but you've never had that indication that the doctor would would want that would want that yeah with, yeah you yeah. know the closest you could possibly come to it would be would be tenant I, mm-hmm. I, I I suppose just simply because of the way the whole Rose thing panned out. But I think once you've done that, if you then go ahead and do it again, doesn't that underscore, you know, the yeah. whole thing that yeah. happened with Rose in the first place? Yeah, it does. It does. I, yeah. s- I suppose that though when you look at it, the Doctor has got a granddaughter. So ah, well, the Doctor has a granddaughter in name. Do yeah. we know if that's actually a, a, a you know, a, a physical family relative. relation? You know, this is something that we were we were postulating when we were when it, it, the whole thing of the timeless child came up. Yeah. Um, and not the timeless child, sorry, of um, the, this baby from um, Bell and Vinder. You know, and, and oh, if yeah, the baby yeah. is is actually going to have any import on the the on the show going forwards, hmm. would one possible thing be maybe that you know the the child is um, in some kind of in some kind of danger, um, and the doctor ends up meeting back with the Ruth doctor again, and the Ruth doctor says, "Well, I'll look after this one," and then suddenly, or what are you going to what are you going to call it? Or oh, call it Susan? And then yeah. suddenly, oh oh, I see. Oh, that's where that came from. Yeah. So, or maybe yeah, the baby, we, maybe the baby gets left at the, you know, the arch and is found. I don't think we want to. We don't know. know. <laughs> we do not want to go down. Do not well, you know, want to go down that route. The sad, the the real sad part is that um, it would be beautiful, and it is beautiful to show love as love. Yeah. As pure love. Yeah. Love for one another. Yeah. Love yeah. for you know whatever that you can love somebody very much you can you can give your life for somebody because you love them so much yeah that doesn't involve the sexuality and that is really hard to get across to people Mm. right Mm. now because in every single show you see well yeah love love and sex are equated as the same thing aren't they basically this is this is a big issue with modern life isn't it love and sex go hand in hand when actually in reality they don't you know, always mm-hmm. they, they don't have to, do they? No, I mean you they could... don't. And, and exactly what, what you just exactly what you just said, Sue, is exactly one of the points that we should we should be enforcing here. It's in every other show you see. Mm. Mm. In every other show you see, there are relationships. There are the lead characters get involved in a sexual way. Blah 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 blah. It doesn't happen in in Doctor Who. And it doesn't need to happen in Doctor Who because it's survived very, very successfully without any hint of anything like that going on yeah. for all of this time. Um, you know, and it shows yeah. you don't need it. And maybe if all the other shows did the same thing and didn't get involved in this kind of thing, um, then maybe we wouldn't be quite so obsessed Mm-hmm. with it and, and and maybe this would lead to fewer problems in society because let's be honest you know 
a lot of the, the the horror stories that you hear are because of you know people acting on impulses that they have I, I mean, can't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting for a second that this is because of, of all the things that they're seeing on TV, because naturally, you know, these no. are impulses that, that people have naturally anyway, because it's part of our, our genetic makeup as a species. But seeing, constantly seeing on every show, in every film that you see, this kind of thing going on, if, if somebody's, you know, not having their share of it and getting frustrated by it because it's constant it's all around them it's not going to help them contain those feelings yeah this is getting very yeah. very deep isn't it but it isn't it isn't um, it's beautiful i mean the fact that that's exactly what we i see a lot of people that are ill and they're married and their husband or wife says i'm sorry you're not this is not what i signed up for yes it is what you signed up for you love them you've agreed to love them sickness and in health mm -hmm. the person that becomes ill and they're like yeah uh sorry you can't perform bye and walks out and it's like where is this I will die for you. I'll throw myself on a sword for you kind of love. Mm. That's yeah. the kind of love I feel the doctor has for his companions or her yeah. companions. Yeah, I will yeah, throw myself yeah. on a sword for you. I'll stand <clears throat> in front of you. Yeah. I'll take the hit. Which is what the doctor did for Rose as well. I mean, you know, the doctor almost, he almost admitted he loved her and he got whisked off the beach, didn't he? But, you know, that, was, that wasn't a sexual love, I would argue. That was the closest he's got to admitting he loved somebody, mm -hmm. but he wasn't saying, I want to give you babies, was he? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> well, you, you, did, you didn't even life. see any any sign of, you know, longing looks and no. stroke, stroking her hair. No, or, exactly. Or cuddles and holding, uh, I mean, holding but hands. He did, he did, holding he hands, did holding fall, hands He did fawn after a lot after she'd left and he was with Martha. And he basically treated Martha like garbage. Yeah, I don't think he necessarily treated Martha like garbage. I just think he was so um, still wrapped up in, in you know, the, the, having been sort of wrenched away from Rose, who he was having this extremely good time with, that he wasn't he wasn't aware of what was nothing going is, on with Martha yeah. until until she. Rebound, well, no, what no. Martha was. But this is this is part of where the doctor's character comes into play because because the doctor doesn't get involved in that kind of thing. The doctor wasn't even aware that he was, you know, that Martha was had had these feelings for him, and and mm. that he was he was effectively not mistreating her as such, but you know that that's how it was coming across possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because he didn't he didn't know. Mm. So. Mm. Or maybe the doctor just needs to really teach Yaz a lesson and go off with Dan and, you know, 
Maybe that's what we need here. A bit of Jody, Jody John Bishop action to just put everybody in their place. <laughs> <laughs> sea devil, Jody. Yeah, Jody and the sea devil. Let's let's go, uh, Jody. And... Well, let's let's. Can let's, you flap your fins like the she has? <laughs> let's let's wrap this, this very convoluted discussion of what is primarily supposed to be about the New Year specials. Let's bring yeah, what the hell were we talking about to begin with? Let's bring this back to basically what is effectively the next time trailer, which is the Sea Devils are back. Yeah. Uh, time. Uh, yeah. And what a brilliant look to them. They look, yeah. they look fundamentally the same as they did before. Yeah. But they move. But they move. <laughs> But they move. move. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the look of them is—it's not like they, they like they did with the Silurians, where they no. basically humanized. turned them into yeah. humanized Silurians with, with for some reason, breasts. Yeah. 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 They yeah, don't rep- look reptile. Qu- they don't look quite right around the eyes. Um, the sort of swirly. Yeah, don't look at the eyes when you. No, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm at the sea devils. <laughs> Around the eyes, they got these sort of like swirly lines that are sort of like, meant to look aged and whatnot. I think the originals. Again, I think the originals actually look better. I think. I think but, one thing that's going to uh, is, is going to be is going to be improved is that the originals. Obviously, if you if you looked very closely at them, uh, it was very clearly a latex mask. Yeah. Mm. A prosthetic, and I don't know whether the, the sea devils are going to be all prosthetics. I imagine they probably will be because it'd be a bit much to um, to CGI. These, no, these ones, in. these ones look more prosthetic than the originals. You think? To me, yeah. Maybe that's the whole HD thing about it then. Oh. That's possible, yeah. We're basing this on one one image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the the eye, talking about the eyes, that that sea devil showed anger in its eyes, didn't it? At the end, which yeah, the sea devil never did before. You know, great. yeah. Yeah. yeah, would be great. And the and the costume kind of a cross between the original costume and the Warriors of the Deep costume, mm, mm. as in there yeah. was a bit. Of, I mean, obviously, it looks like it's samurai. Been, yeah. yeah, yeah, it looks like it's set oh, in sort of ancient sites. Yeah, yeah. Some, there's some, something sitting on your knee, Sue. Have you got no, an animal on your no, knee? My, my little boy Tiger a... is like going all over the the living room, but he's blind, and so he's oh. bouncing into things and getting scared. Yeah, I did that oh, on a Friday night. That's me on a Friday night as well, to be honest. You yeah, know. that's blind drunk. Though. Yeah, I'm just pleased I'm here with you because otherwise I'd be banging my head against the toilet wall door, really. You know, so fantastic. Thank you. That's all right. We're here to serve. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think I think you will get more expressive sea devils. I, I'm hoping that the voice is closer to the original than, than the so, sort yeah. of the, the slightly more electronic version that we had in Warriors of the Deep. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, no, that because it wasn't. No, sorry, that's the Silurians, wasn't it? But the yeah. the the, uh, the sea devils have always had this <laughs> kind of kind of sound to do them. Well, we say always though, but this is only going to be their 
second solo, solo yeah but oh second solo yeah it's only their second solo isn't it and the solos yeah. have had a solos have been pure tarts the past 15 years yeah. or so you know but you know the solo oh, is, that, well, is you, their chance to you shine say, you say that the solos have been pure tarts but they've only really had one extra story well yeah i suppose so i was a thing of vastor you know, i mean vastor, vastor, yeah yeah and various mentions and things of, of, of them but they, but they for, haven't actually appeared properly as a for such, as an an awesome de- for such an awesome design it's surprising that they haven't but then again the, the zygons i mean it took them god knows how many years to bring them back mm. yeah mm. and they were yeah. one of the we, coolest we, designs we, we, yeah, yeah. and they didn't quite get that right when they did it did they well yeah but i suppose in a sense that you got the Patton Ostra gang so in a sense, Chibnall's reclaimed the Santarans now, hasn't he? Because he's, you know, because obviously Stax is a bit of a, you know, not your average Santaran. Maybe now he's doing the same oh for, God. you know, the Santarans. You're absolutely right. He's, you know, done, he's done it, hasn't he? He's yeah. reclaimed the Santarans, he's reclaimed the Santarans, he's reclaimed the lesbians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, precisely. He's got Jenny as well. There you go. Yeah. He's done it all, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty. He's done the try. Yeah. The try. <laughs> the three so, great monsters in Doctor Who, the Silurians, <laughs> the Tarans, and the what? The lesbians. <laughs> 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 I, I, I missed it again. I'm sorry. Guys, no, I'm gonna gonna it's not going to be legend. Of, see, that was just legend of the lesbians, isn't it? <laughs> going to change the title. You guys, <laughs> I'm so naughty, naughty, naughty. I have to back out because I have to go. Let me go out and gather. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Well, if... Have a wonderful week <laughs> and. See you next if week. you're in a room full of lesbians, you might have to back out. <laughs> <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. Oh, it, but it can do. <laughs> Guys, that does not make sense. Well, Depends how you back know. out. Anyway, gotta go. Bye, everybody. Love Bye, you. Bye, 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 Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Expertly done, Miles. Expertly done. (laughs) One tries. That could be the final episode title Reclamation of the Lesbians, do you think? (laughs) No, Reclamation is going to be a Dalek title, isn't it? Reclamation of the Daleks. To add to all of the other ones. We've had Eve of the Daleks. When are we going to get Adam of the Daleks? Yes. The Dalek invasion of Eve. <laughs> the Dalek infection of Eve. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So marks out of ten then. Marks out of ten. Right. Well well let's start from the bottom and work our way up, Darren. <laughs> oh. He's scoring this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um Four, four and a half. Ooh, I four. thought you were going to completely yeah, throw us for a loop then and go eight. <laughs> eight, yeah. Actually, it's a bloody no. classic. Ten out of ten.
Yeah, I'll give it a four. <laughs> Generous man. Okay. Randy. Maybe a seven. Okay. Kerry. Like a seven and a half. Mm. Not gonna get off of that whole door thing. It's it's a very good, <laughs> enjoyable, fun, middle of the road episode. So I'm gonna give you seven and a half as well. Nick? I'm giving it nine and a half. I loved it. I thought it was just refreshing. <laughs> refreshing and beautiful and funny. Nine and a half. Yeah, definitely for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm 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 up I'm I'm closer to you than the others. I'm probably eight and a half to nine, I would say. I thought it was it was one of one of the best of the uh, of the festive specials. Um, it was it was a, just a good episode of Doctor Who, full stop. I think it was a wonderful episode of Doctor Who. I felt you know lacked a bit of singing. There should always be a bit of singing. In the oh yeah, yeah. Maybe the maybe the singing sing next time. We'll get, you know, Easter singing. Well, let's be. Let's face it. Sea shanties have become all the rage, haven't they? Now, yeah. so maybe we're going to have sea devil shanties. Yeah. 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 I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and there's your end line. That's and the there way. There is your end line. <laughs> yeah, they, made, they made it work in Buffy. Yeah, that's true. They did actually. Oh, yeah. that was a superb yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm. Sue. Uh, Sue's come cool. back again. I just I just had to go clean up after Jody. Have you brought lesbians, Sue? <laughs> that's that's what Yaz has ah. to say. <laughs> Sue, we're scoring. We are. If you've got lesbians, we're scoring. Seriously. <laughs> the boy humor sorry, went nice. when you left the room and then the boy humor came back again as soon as you're back. <laughs> See, it's all Sue's fault. <laughs> They're doing it to wind you up, Sue. Yeah, I know. And it's like, don't, don't. I have way too many. Um, so I will stand up for the lesbians. I'm sorry. Don't do that. I'm one of them that found it very touching. And even if it, if nothing comes from that relationship other than Yaz realizing in herself that she is, in fact, gay, that I think that's a beautiful revelation. Even though there was, did she there know, was did she know? guys, I got to tell you, because maybe it's because I'm a woman or maybe because I was looking for it. I saw the buildup. It was very slow. It was not, there was nothing that was going to come out and say, I'm in love with you, doctor. But it was hmm. very slow. And it was in some of the looks that she gave. And it was very, very, very subtle all the way through up to this point. Dan is the first person that recognized it because he was watching her and watched that the looks that he she gave the doctor was not the same as the looks that he gave or she gave anybody else. Did did we not already know that Yaz was gay though? I thought we already knew Yaz was gay. Yeah. Uh, well, I she didn't actually come out and say anything in the beginning, but I was one. I was somebody that originally said. Well, I don't think because she loves um, the doctor. And I don't gay. think Yaz and was because I, I I think in the first I think in the first season I think there was potential romance between her and Ryan wasn't it? I think that was one of the things that was pushed as well I think I think yeah. Yaz has been I think Yaz has been a little bit pushed from pillar to post in her development to be honest and I think That's now they're probably true you know I think now they're for all don't, don't you know, forget before we found out that the master was the master there was that whole thing with O yeah exactly yes that, yeah, that looked true. like yeah. that was possibly going somewhere that there was yeah. an interest there 
Yeah. But you need to think about that. And it's like, okay, she's having this inner conflict. I mean, they didn't give her a lot to do, but if you watched her face or you watch the actress, <laughs> she's freaking amazing. I mean, she's not given much to do, but there's a lot of inner conflict. And you see that it play across her face with various relationships as she goes on. I and think man- even if it's just she gets to the end and then says, or gets to this point and says, you know what? Mm. I just admitted to myself I'm gay. Yeah. That is a beautiful. Surely she doesn't have moment. to be gay. She can be anything she wants to be. Yeah. Yes. Which is a whole. beautiful moment. Yeah, which is the whole thing. Which when she had that conversation with her mother, the mother who would probably the best person now is the best. Uh, she's the one that's asking to find out what uh, what sort of uh, way she's actually going to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. conversation there. So yeah. there was. There's nothing in her past to say that she was going to be a lesbian or anything like that. Yeah. It's just a mother, Maya Spotty Summer. Well, just, there's nothing know? that says she's a lesbian either. It, it just, it just she's, she could be bisexual. She could be a lesbian. It doesn't make a difference. And truly, honest to God, it makes no damn difference who you love as long as you love. No. So, no, exactly. She, she could yeah. be like Captain in Jack heart, and anything that moves. Yeah. Well, in, in my heart, I'm like, yay. Yeah, I'm glad because she came to a realization. Yeah, maybe because you know I, I I'm just glad because she came to a realization of whatever. Yes, I am gay, mm. or yes, I am. Mm. I, I I love I can love a man, I can love a woman. Doesn't make a difference, and it doesn't. I think also the bottom line is I think Manda Gill has been in this series for three. I think she's played the character beautifully because she yeah. she hasn't she hasn't necessarily been given a straight character path, but whatever she's given, she plays it really well. I think you know. And so, I don't think she's given enough credit. You're right, Nick. I don't think she's given enough credit. I mean, mm. because she's been given very little to do, and they concentrated on Ryan's disability on Graham, and she's just kind yeah. of been. I don't really there. think they concentrated on Ryan's disability. They mentioned it a couple of times, and it was mostly forgotten about in the way that well, they tend to do with a lot of these things. Yeah, but Yaz, they yeah. don't—they don't seem to have known what to do with Yaz. Mm. They've never, never really developed her character beyond. No, I think know, I think the first the first series we had we had there were. The, the, we had a, basically we've got the crowded TARDIS scenario. It seemed to be the development between Graham and and Ryan, yeah. And a lot was focused on Bradley Walsh, as as you probably would because it's the most experienced and well known actor of the three and mm. and a recognised name. Yeah, he was going to be a, a, a draw. So whilst he wasn't the and even well, more so than Joe, you class in a lot the of primary ways, possibly. Com- yeah the primary companion because it, you you think of the of the girl as being the primary companion, not the not certainly not the old man, but you know because of his 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 standing and everything and and his his acting ability apart from anything else, you know I, he was he was superb and he won a lot of people over. Mm. Yeah, he was that. wonderful. He was yeah. wonderful. And then, yeah. And then um, the second series we had you know the master and the timeless child thing going on, which which everything else really sort of went out the window to a to a mm. greater or less degree. And then we've had Flux, which there hasn't left a lot of time for anything. No. Which is odd, really, because since the series has come back, it's been character development mm. that mm. seems to have been so much to the fore. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and yet this... whether whether this is simply because there have been three companions, three companions, and then two companions, and it just hasn't given that. Yeah. Because we have seen more yeah. of a development, it seems, from Yaz yeah. in the recent past when 
when things seem to have sort of calmed down a bit in in the um, the amount of stuff that you know each of them have, has got available to do because there's yeah. fewer of them. Yeah. Well, and I think during flux when she was, you know, I've got to find the doctor. I've got to find the doctor. No shit. I mean, they really concentrated on her character. I mean, she came forward as the leader. She was the policeman. She came forward as the leader. She said, I know how to do this. I don't know what whatever. Come on, do this. And this. I mean, she actually came forward as as a person of power. She actually released the power that was in her. And I love that ability that Yaz actually said, I am a powerful person with or without the doctor. I'm a powerful person. I think that's a lot down to the fact that she'd been traveling for two years and having all these you know, two years that we've even of all we've seen. There's more, obviously, that we haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, there was the episode with the with the, the the giant space squid jizz and all that lot. But, but we never saw. We never saw. We never saw that. I am what I am. <laughs> Don't bring John Barrowman into this. Um, oh God, I love him so, too. So, so, so there's all of the, you know, and so I think it was her experience as well as the training as a police officer to, to start with that just put her naturally in the position because yeah, yeah. you know Dan was a, an easy go lucky guy yeah. um, and the professor had been an academic all his life and hadn't had that right. that yeah. position yeah. so I think she naturally sort of fell into that plus she was probably the most driven well, because not yeah. only did, did she want to get out of the situation but she was also more desperate to find the doctor mm-hmm. because of the history that they'd had Mm. And as well as potentially, you know, the the feelings that she had that she had. I think well, it's interesting so. though. Also, in 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 seven episodes though, Dan, I think, feels the most natural companion in years. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he's really coming on as well as an actor. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's, John he's great. John is brilliant. Oh. You know, the, 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 bits, the bits. The bits where um, he's where he he spoke to Yaz and he spoke to the Doctor. His face and the the natural yeah. delivery in there was 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 much improved. I think some of his stuff has been a little bit stilted, you know, so, in, in flux. Yeah, just 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 some because he's he's not he hasn't come from an acting background. He's come from no. a stand up comedian background. Stop! Um, stop! Stop! <laughs> but this is all true. Yeah. He, he hasn't. But when, when he's done, he's when he done plays extremely well, he does really well. Yeah. 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 Some of his lines haven't quite come across as natural, but, you know, he, uh. that's definitely something that's improving. It has. <laughs> so it's true. They haven't <laughs> all. I think a lot of that is down to the writing rather than. Absolutely beauteous because <laughs> he just, I mean, he, he reminded me of what I'd be like. I suddenly found myself on this. I mean, his delivery of things like what? 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 I mean, even the course this is going to be like this, you know, that kind of thing. It was it was so real about how a person would be if they suddenly found themselves on a on a spaceship. Just okay, I'll be quiet now. But I just think he's phenomenal. I think Brandon Walsh. I think they're all phenomenal. I'm going to shut up now. We know this, Jody. Before you before you shut up, Sue. Before you shut up. Please, can we have your score? We, we tried to get 20 minutes ago. Oh, my score? Yeah. Yes. Not, not for Yaz and the Doctor, for either the Daleks, Sue, yeah? Just, just hang on a second. Just go on. I'm waiting for it. Go on. 
go and see. I did. What did you, what, what did you say? Didn't hear you, Sue. <laughs> ten. <laughs> ten. I gave it That's, a ten. Yay. Yay. I think maybe ten. a nine and a half. Knock down for the flashing. <laughs> if 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 we were okay, knocking them down for the flashing, Sue would never have given a ten. <laughs> I'll give it a nine and a half because of the flashing, but I loved the line. Or I am not Nick. I love Nick Briggs in this. He's he's an awesome human being, but I also loved him in this. this well, I always love him in whatever he does, whether it's Dalek or human. He's excellent, but I just love the line. I am not Nick. <laughs> Do you reckon he'll do the sea devil voices? I bet they'll get him in for the sea devils, won't they? It's entirely That'd likely. Awesome. It's more than likely, isn't it? Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll do the voice of every Dalek, everything. Yeah. yeah. So Nick Briggs, I wonder if, if it, it'll this, be. You know, there, there is a certain amount of modulation, isn't it? There is a certain there is a certain amount of modulation on the sea devil voice. Yes, it's, there is. Yeah. So it, you just basically have to whisper, and then it kind of cuts yeah. it in and out a little bit. So yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'll will he will have something to do with that. Which must be a bit galling for the people who. <laughs> okay. I must dash. Yes, I think we all must dash, including the listeners who are probably <laughs> desperate for the toilet by now. Is that not? I am. Well, by the time you listen to this, it's time for the Easter special, isn't it? You know. <laughs> it is. So, anyway, thank you. Thank you, all of you, for turning up and, and talking about the episode and, and a lot of other things as well. <laughs> <clears throat> We will be back in uh, the not too distant future with some other stuff. And we don't know quite <laughs> what yet, but we've got we've got chats lined up and we've got another random improv lined up. And who knows, we might even record something before uh, all <gasps> of that was finished. And maybe maybe Toby Hado. Toby Hado. Probably. Yes. Yes. We might have. Yes. We might be getting. We might be getting Toby involved on one of our DVD commentaries. That's something to look forward to if that happens. Oh, that would be fun. And possibly <laughs> Sophie again. Never know. Well, 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 well. William Hartnell, by the sounds of it, possibly. So, I fantastic. Said possibly Sophie again. You never know. Well, Sophie's, Sophie's always a, a possibility to get back because she loves us, don't you, Soph? Yeah, that's it's strange, isn't it? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you people and why are you, why are you waiting, hounding people? I was waiting for her voice to come in then. <laughs> <laughs> special guest oh, it, tonight at five oh, to two it, on the eighth of January. Here's Sophie Aldred. <laughs> no, no way. Nick, it, it did come in. You haven't heard it now, but it's coming. <laughs> I'll fit it in somehow. <laughs> so And are we just talking about anything? Anyway, so it's it's goodbye from me. Good. And me. Me. I'm one. <laughs> And me. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Bye. And the lesbians. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> right. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, Thanks. Night, everybody. Now. <laughs> Good night. Oh, I like your oh, shelves, oh, Suki. Oh, They're good <laughs> shelves. Do you want to have a look? Yeah, have a look. Oh, look at that. Ah, oh, you've got the box set of Dexter as well. That's what attracted me first of all. Forget the Doctor Who. <laughs> the box set of Dexter. <laughs> that was... <laughs>
with a that space was, next to it. <laughs> that was a Christmas present for me still. Oh. Right. Uh, somebody, I've got copies of this anyway. Uh -huh. Somebody asked me for a copy. So I said, okay. And I sold them all mine. I bought this for cheaper than what I sold it to him. Did so, you? Which is nice. Nice boxer. That's my little collection. Oh, God. No, no, it's sucky. I know he looks a bit like God. <laughs> Just remember, I am God. <laughs> You're the God of podcasting. No, no, not these days. Not these days. Saying that, though, I'm actually appearing on All the Time and Space in a couple of months, in a month's time as well. And I think I've got another thing lined up as well. <laughs> and this. And this. <laughs> and this. Uh, and us. And, the, and you guys. I have pictures oh, of Jody kissing Katie, so it's really cute. Do you see? We're back, well, to, back to two girl action. Have you got pictures? Oh, yeah. So you're <laughs> them oh, into it, my God. You're <laughs> linking them into it. <laughs> actually kiss i think you know when katie was starting to have problems with her eye jody is a scent dog yeah. and she walked up to katie and she was you know going to give her just give her a little kiss or something and katie was down looking at her face and petting her and yeah. jody looked at her and sniffed her eye and then looked back oh. at, at katie and then kissed her cheek oh. and i wonder if jody didn't sniff that there was something going on with katie's eye because yeah. it was shortly after that that katie had problems with the, you know, at, with had problems with her eye, and I'm like, mm -hmm. Jody. That makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. wonder that if Jody she infected it. that. <laughs> no, she did not infect it. Oh my god! Don't start that. Infect your eye. She went and sniffed it. <laughs> Maybe. You do realize that that scent dogs, like service dogs that do pots or. Uh, seizures or whatever that's that's how they pick that up is the change in scent in your body and they'll they sometimes come up and if you're sitting they'll sometimes come up and you'll see their nose go up and sniff close to the face of the person and then touch them well, see my dog yeah. does that, that my dog does that to me all the time which makes me think i'm not going to be here by april you know <laughs> they, all, they also sniff each other's asses oh i wish my dog would sniff my ass ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything, anything for a good night. You know? Night, you guys, you're awful. You're awful. You're awful. You're awful. You're awful. Well, you love us. Awful, awful. I'd love some awful. Yes, please. Bring me awful. Please. I'd love. Bring me awful. I tell you, Jody, tell you what, I'd love. Me, I'd love some sleep. Night. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, time for bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steady now. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us, Sophia. I'm sorry to have put you through all of that. I've been dowsing for the last hour and a bit, actually, to be honest. That's probably why you ain't. Yeah, for the last hour, I've been dowsing. It's a good job I dowse Snorlax soon. It's all right. I can insert some snoring for you. Yeah, we don't know. Have you been tidying up your DVDs, Suki? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know to do that. My, my DVDs are in perfect balance they, order. They look, well. they look beautiful. Is Robin here? Is Robin with us tonight? No. No, no Robin wasn't okay. able to make it tonight. Has it taken you two Robin... hours to realise that, Sue? 
<laughs> Lots of love, guys. Later, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. It's left now in a whacking great cliffhanger. So, there you have it, listeners. That's what we thought about Eve of the Daleks and other things. Because, obviously, we can't stay on topic to save our lives. Anyway, hey-ho. The next episode that we're going to have is going to be a conversational piece. We're going to be talking about Doctor Who spin-offs. That will be in the next few weeks. It's still in progress, but we will be doing it fairly soon for you. So we hope you enjoy that. Anyway, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, have a very happy new year. I hope 2022 is kinder to you than 2021 was, however good 2021 was for you. And we'll see you soon. Cheerio. Bye-bye. From all of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.